0: Right now, it's showtime It's Dave. Dave And Mahoney Dave, Dave, Dave Mahoney Dave, Dave,
1: Dave Mahoney D-A-V-E Gotta be Mahoney it's Gotta be Mahoney Yeah, Dave
0: Dave Right, man, Dave And Mahoney Never mind that sh** Here comes Dave, Dave and Mahoney mm.
2: Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first Dave Mahoney? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. You know how they always say that rain on your wedding day is a, is a bad omen? I mean, isn't that uh, Alanis said who said that? That is. Uh, Audrey, during... Uh your wedding day there was much something much worse you <laughs> were the flu. yeah you were violently sick yes yeah maybe an omen
3: i think that that was a pretty yeah. good omen <laughs> i think that was like do not get out of bed uh, you, <laughs> your
2: body was trying to protect you yeah I you know, think hey, so. you gave me a heads up i appreciate that i'm sorry i didn't listen <laughs> did not listen
3: but i'll listen now you know times have changed
2: much worse uh than rain or even being very sick Around your wedding day, this, uh, this young man and woman were getting ready to get married, and they were at a uh, rental home in the Smoky Mountains, beautiful backdrop, with their family, getting ready for their wedding. And this guy, the husband, the groom-to-be, got bit by a large snake. Turns out, after tracking it down and taking a photo... After he got bit? Are you guys are going to track it down and be like, hold still.
3: Probably because they wanted to make sure that they knew what type of anti-venom. I'm going
2: to chop its head off. Give me some sass, bitch. It was a copperhead. Oh. And if you're not familiar no. with the copperhead, they are highly venomous snakes. He uh, spent the night in the hospital. Thankfully, uh, symptoms monitored by the doctors. They were able to give him some anti-venom. Discharged right in time for the wedding ceremony the next day. I was- Somehow, the next day, he still got married. What a story. Really? Yeah. I mean, the the amount of money that you've paid for a
4: wedding, yeah, you're probably through sickness and in health.
3: You know what's kind of nuts to me to think about? The people who were the trial and error for anti-venom. Like, yeah. hey, here's some more venom. And they were probably like, no. Please don't. For the love of God, did we just? the venom's what got us here in They're the like, first no, place. No,
2: no, we have the anti-venom, though. You'll be okay. No, we don't, we, they
3: didn't know it at the time. They but, were probably were just like, let's just try this.
2: You know, the messed up thing is, though, that anti-venom
4: probably costs as much as his wedding. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, anti-venom is not cheap. Also, like, North can you imagine, like, probably. if that is your job, you're there to just, like, straight up
2: milk snakes.
3: Their teeth. Their teeth.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they don't have nipples. That's really... Are you sure they don't
3: have nipples? Snakes don't have nipples.
2: I've always heard that it's snakes have it. very sensitive nipples. It's not true.
3: people Googling stupid snakes. things happening. I've heard that
2: they actually evolved from having large arms and legs and to, uh, to having cows. none, so that way they can constantly rub their nipples on the ground. That's, that's what I heard. Snakes do not have nipples. Okay, that's good to know.
3: So
4: Reptiles know. do not lactate or nurse their young, because
2: they're sons of bitches. Because <laughs> they're awful parents. They are. That's right. They yeah. leave them behind. They just, they they just, like, just leave them behind. Bop the
3: eggs and just like. It's like, I'm
2: out of here. Mm, see ya. Peace.
3: I mean, turtles for sure. Turtles, they have this like cute persona. They turtles are. Turtles are a-holes. They are. Uh, they like left for smokes and never went back type of parents.
4: Left for smokes really slow.
2: <laughs> yeah, like they, the kids had to watch I'll them walk see you away. Later. Exactly. Like, dad, we, it's been three days. You're right there.
3: <laughs> and then just expect the little babies just to find them. Mm. That's pretty horrible.
2: Well, some good news today. If uh, you, you, I know how much you like it, Audrey, when a when a guy tells you you should smile more. Oh. Smile.
3: I do smile more and then I freak them out more. Yeah, You know what I mean? You it's smile like smile like more movie. and then I'm like eeh,
2: eeh, eeh. smile like the movie smile. Exactly. They're saying a smile is is as infectious as laughter and typically passes on to three people. So that means that even if you're not happy, if you force yourself to smile, it will brighten somebody else's day. Little do they know, the idiots who did the study, I don't care about anyone else's day.
3: But it also I'm it grumpy. helps
2: you. Let me be grumpy. If you've got resting B or resting D face
4: as a dude, uh-huh. uh
3: huh,
4: 99% of the people I've met who are like, no, I just got resting B or D face.
3: I've never, ever, ever, ever heard it called resting D face. Well,
4: I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm out here. It's not just, just I, it's that not. feels like it could be like
2: also just like, yeah, <laughs> right on the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that would make me smile.
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you.
2: When I ask you who your worst teacher was throughout your entire time of schooling, is there a single person that quickly comes to mind? You know,
4: yes. I I don't remember like the horrible ones as much, but there was one who was wild. I don't know. She was a good teacher, but she was wild. What do you mean? She threw wild? a kid in a trash can because he was disrespecting her. Uh, can you imagine
3: oh, yeah. that in 2022? She'd be in jail. Nah, yeah, man. She'd, she'd
4: be an <laughs> urban legend. She'd chuck uh, <laughs> some kid in the
2: trash can. Straight up
4: through a kid. In a, she had but her class was great because we had the Apple II. Louise and Tandy's and uh-huh. there. So we played the hell out of number munchers, word munchers, and the ooh, organ trail. Ooh, Dude, yeah,
3: my teachers growing up were a hot mess. I just well, remember. It was just like, I mean, and at least in elementary and middle school, it was wild. Like, I remember I told you guys I had a teacher who, who just played movies for an entire month because he didn't want to teach because he was quitting dipping. My man. My man. Um, I also had a teacher that would pick up and throw chairs and, like, dimes at kids or, like, change or change in his pocket, like, throw them square at their face like I had like some and then Miss Watts, she was just like trying to paddle you. Like yeah. I grew up in paddling era.
2: Yeah, I mean you bananas. rural Alabama. That was pad, that was good paddling country right there. Yeah, that was good yeah.
3: paddling. They had a lady paddler and a male paddler.
2: Okay, all right. So you weren't putting your clothes down
3: cuz they wouldn't let you You had to pull keep...
2: your pants oh, and yeah, underwear down? Yep, not your Paris? underwear, but you
3: would have to pull it down to like cuz girls couldn't wear multiple pairs of pants, right? But the guys, the bad ones, would start wearing multiple pairs of pants. <laughs> What so, a move. So they would know that they, because, you know, they were like, well, I'm going to get in trouble today, Yeah, which is such a funny thought. Like, I just know I'm going to get in trouble, so I'm just going to go ahead and make it to where I'm not going to feel it as bad.
2: It's like a clown car. You're sitting there like unbuckling and pulling down one pair of pants at a time for yeah. eight pairs of jeans. Yeah. Why do you ask? Well, there is a uh, there is a particular teacher who is in a whole lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is posing as an instructor at Grace Medical Training. Which she owned She invented this medical school mm-hmm. Charging her students uh, Students attended classes for 10 months Add, uh, The whole graduation party the, They got RN certificates Which getting an RN certificate is a lot of work And then they realized after they did all of this It was all a hoax The 33 year old whose name is Michelle Wimes Was booked in charge of organizing fraud Greater than $50,000 before she bound, bound, uh, bonded out One student said that she paid $5,300 for the classes but was told that the school was unlicensed and had to be shut down. So she swindled roughly $94,000 pretending to be a teacher certifying registered nurses.
3: How do you even get the space in order to Man, do this? What are you, you're asking how this is done? Look at ITT Tech. I mean, yeah.
4: for
2: real. Like, There's been so many schools over the years <laughs> that are just lies. There's unaccredited universities. Wait, what's universities.
3: What's with ITT Tech?
4: No, they shut it down. Like... And then they refunded everybody their money. Really? Yes,
2: because it was all a scam. But they had commercials. Uh, That's what I mean. What? Like, we have any scruples. Like, if somebody comes to us with, like, $400,000, we're going to be like, hold on, let me vet your school. We're like, nope, let me cash that check real quick. We're no better. Call or
0: text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media, at Dave and Mahoney. Are you? comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after
2: the tone. Hey, why can't everyone work for 10-hour days, you know, for the whole week? I bet companies making that one change will make their employees so much happier. Message deleted. No, I
4: mean, what you just described is...
2: That's terrible. If you you worked 10-hour days and then you got every other week off because you were able to put in, you know, 100 hours over the course of... Or 50 hours, rather, over the course of... I guess you do seven days. That's how it works. So my buddy who works in a hospital in San Diego in the pharmacy department... He'll work 7, 10-hour days and then have every other week off.
4: I would settle with 4, 10-hour days a week.
2: As opposed to 5, 8-hour days? Without a doubt. Yeah.
3: See, but I also know people, and this is not me victim-blaming or, like, trying to place blame on people in the workplace who are overworked. That is absolutely happening. But I'm going to tell you right now that I have some of my friends who just do not know how to organize their work life. Or, or like capitalize on time and what i mean by that is there's a lot of times whenever they get home they still feel the need in order to do things that they could have done while they were at work but they're so distracted while at work like i'll be getting tiktoks and instagrams all day long from them whenever they're at work yeah and again not sitting here trying to be like you should be working 100 of the time like always moving your mouse like keep click click, click clicking but i mean like if you're complaining about working from home after you've been at work for nine hours, I feel like I would 100% try to use, utilize that nine hours of time so that I did not have to do that yeah. whenever I got home because your home's supposed to be your safe space. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. There, it definitely is
2: both ends.
4: I mean, who are we kidding? You know I ain't working more than 20 hours in a week.
2: Do you? Yeah. Oh, when, since when did you get up to 20? I mean, I'm pad my time card.
1: Yeah, Dave, your eldest daughter is my favorite. She's so adorable. She's just something else. Every time you talk about her, it makes me smile. And I know in some ways she's your favorite, too. But you, you can't let the other kids know that. you got to love them all the same. Yeah, she's she's really unique. I love her.
2: Message deleted. Well, that is, uh, that is very nice of you to say. And I, I will not say that I have a favorite kid on the air. I have said that depending on the day I have a favorite kid, just depending on how they're acting, But I will say very boldly and very plainly that I definitely have a favorite listener. And it is you, Mary. I hope you are kicked back with your feet up enjoying the radio show today with a crisp, cold, blueberry wine cooler and you're thinking of me. She deserves it. You deserve every last drop. Also, you can't pick a favorite kid until you see which one's
4: going to be successful. This age,
2: it's still... still, Yeah, it's too too early. Yeah. Yeah, Which one's going to buy me a house? Yeah. (laughs) Any of you buy me a boat? No? Okay. All Mm -hmm. right. I don't like any of you.
0: Please leave a message after
1: the tone.
2: So, women are notorious for, you know, borrowing men's shirts and hoodies, but I'm curious. What do you guys steal from your wives? Message deleted. Their happiness.
0: This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Damon Mahoney.
2: So normally I wouldn't put these three things together in a sentence, but here we go. Chess, anal beads, $100 million. This is a huge story. We're, finally, we're
4: finally getting to this story. Fine, well, finally. You, know how, you know how long I've been wanting to talk about this story? I know. My I 100. put in 9,000 articles to talk about this story.
2: Well, there's, but it's been developing. There's an update, which is why we're touching on now, because I didn't really know exactly who was at fault here. There is this... The
4: guy with the stuff up his butt. But it was no, the stuff but, up his butt.
2: No, prove it. So that's what's going on. So the guy with the stuff up his butt, he was being accused of cheating in these very high profile chess matches. Uh-huh. And
3: but why chess. would why would anal beads or plugs or whatever
2: that, it's the same thing as like back in the
4: day when you would be counting cards, you would have like something in your shoe. But they you know, they, they look for that. The one place that if you're in a chess tournament and you're having like moves fed to you via like a Morse code of the anus. Uh, so it
3: would be like vibrating to tell him like almost like seriously yeah, I mean I, exactly. I'm not I'm not no, no, saying that a
4: 100% joke. that's actually what he's being accused of having moves
2: Fed to him Through his butt. via oh. butt beads.
3: just so crazy.
2: Yeah, it's wild. So these are these are high profile matches. Obviously, some of the most high profile it's in like the world. Queen's
3: Gambit. If you watch that show yeah. of 2022.
2: So there's a kid who's an American chess prodigy. His name is Hans Neiman. He has actually sued Hans the uh, the Norwegian Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen uh, and Chess. dot com and three others for defamation because they're the ones that claim that he had these vibrating anal beads that were telling him the best moves to make in any situation. Which is such a
3: weird claim. Like, how do you know? Like, it's like, he must have had anal
5: beads. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Well,
3: the way they, so they check
2: people,
4: (laughs) like, going in, I guess, because their security is pretty tight, going into these matches to avoid cheating. And you don't just become... Like a grandmaster overnight. Like, this guy's like skill level improved exponentially uh-huh. in a very short period of time, which is just not how chess works.
2: Yeah. And so, this is why they're like, this dude's clearly cheating. Well, in chess.com, which I'm sure is a huge site, uh, they also picked up the story of the report claiming that he likely cheated in hundreds of games. Now, he is suing. Them, com and this guy, Magnus, and three others for $100 million today. I think he
4: don't protest too much, man. Also, uh, if you are going to cheat, there's probably easier ways you could do it, but that, probably
2: not as fun. Yeah, I mean, like vibrating <laughs> anal beads, you're like, what else can you use those to cheat on? While I do my taxes? Yeah, it's-,
3: it's just such a weird claim. It's just so bizarre and so out there that I think that everybody is just like, I what? think this is
2: the
4: biggest sports story of 2022. It Without question. I really over,
3: do. over Tom Brady and Giselle. Who cares like,
4: about, who cares that? about That's that. That's not, that? That happens all the time. When have you ever heard about a chess grandmaster, or should we call him a chess grandmaster? A- for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Is a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that?
2: Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. So the Karen Chronicles generally are reviews about people having a bad experience because of something that happened at an establishment. And then they get home and they realize, you know what? I need to make sure that this business closes down forever. How am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to leave a nasty review. That's what I'm going to do. Dave, we are
4: living in the world where these businesses are living and dying by single reviews from Karens. Their words will topple the mortar, the bricks, the hard
2: sweat. Stuff, Whatever goes into making
4: a business a business.
2: I don't really know. So I really enjoy the Karen Chronicles, and this first one is from a Darren, where the business is being accused of being a terrible business, even though nothing bad actually happened. What do you mean? So this is Stater Bros Markets in Carlsbad. It's got four out of five. Stars, 133 reviews. Sean S. said the store was bright, spacey, fully stocked, and the customer service was good. Sounds lovely. Adam B. said five out of five. The butcher counter is far superior to any local markets. Hmm. All the staff, very helpful and friendly. Mario went above and beyond to take care of our Christmas roast. Shout out, shut Mario. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, Darren Q. did not have a great experience. Mm-hmm. He said one out of five stars. Okay, seriously. This place needs a boost of upbeat morale, at least during the morning shift. The immediate feeling I got from two workers in the deli was similar to walking in the yard of a prison. All I got was mean stares that translated to, don't bother me because I don't want to help you. It was seriously killing my morning mood, and as a customer, that's really concerning. Come on, skater bros. You need to teach your employees to lighten up, or I'm not coming back for your hammer. Skater bros who are serving you deli meats. Like they didn't even do anything. They didn't talk to you. They didn't say anything. You just were upset because they didn't lighten your mood. And who's who's doing like cartwheels early in the morning anyway? Like nobody's at a, at nobody's a deli? Come on.
4: nobody's excited
3: if it's early in the morning. No, I mean, and at least you know, skater boys usually do at least say see you later, boy. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> This <laughs> this is a review from a Karen of Golf Galaxy in Las Vegas. Four out of five stars, sixty-nine reviews. Nice Kent Lee right. said five out of five. Neil was amazing. He helped us out getting us exactly what we needed. We walked out of there with three new sets of clubs and new shoes. (laughs) Okay. You got oversold, my man. Yeah. Neil got you exactly what you needed. He sold you three sets of clubs. Neil works on (laughs) commission. Big commission guy, Neil Neil is. Neil's turning up this weekend. Yeah, he is. Stephen R. said five out of five. I can't say enough good things about this store. The store is clean and friendly groups of employees. Karen S. said, nope, one out of five stars, very rude employees. I asked an employee if there were color visors. He barked at me and said, whatever's out. Well, that wasn't my question, was it, employee? He didn't direct me to the area of women's visors, nor did he get another more experienced salesperson to help me out. It's obvious this grumpy soul should not be working with the public. If you don't know how to deal with the public, don't work with the public. If you don't have pride and care about the job, don't bother coming to work. We will never be back to this store. It's a thing for me. Too many other nice golf shops in town. You must serve the
4: public. Also, just I mean, they don't like keep a stock of visors in the back. What's out's out, man. Who goes into sometimes. a golf store looking for
2: multicolored visors? I mean, sometimes you need a visor. No, you don't.
3: Sometimes you need a tie dye visor. But I will say this: as a person who worked in retail for a very long time, there is stuff back there, and sometimes we pretend to go back there and look
2: there <laughs> there, could be exactly what they're looking for, for back sure. there. You'll just walk back there pretend to look at the depends not, on like, whether man. or
3: not you are kind.
2: Ah, uh, yes, yeah. maybe that was great, I mean like and,
3: and oftentimes usually yes, what's on the floor is what's on the floor. But yeah, there's a thing called backstock mm-hmm. and like if you don't want to have like super crowded shelves and and clutter, then you keep multiple sizes in the back.
2: I'm just imagining this guy walking back there and seeing a wall of colored visors that <laughs> Karen would have loved. Be like, nah. <laughs> Call or text us at
0: 833 yo dump, And on social media, at Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. When well, your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a firework stand, it's the Redneck Report. I will hunt. i Dave and Mahoney.
2: So I have a serious question for you guys as we kick off the Redneck Report today. Are you technically naked if you are wearing cowboy boots?
4: Uh, not 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 uh, you're the royal for sure
2: not the royal naked, but you're you're naked if you're if you don't have anything on the top or bottom, regardless also, of what kind of shoes you have on, you're still naked. Right? Also,
4: Audrey, we do not have a monopoly on cowboy boots here in America. We should. I, uh, I actually think a lot of uh, the. Uh, South American and Spanish uh, countries over in or American, Spain over in Europe the north
3: and south like the same, same.
4: cool ass the
2: cool ass boots that like curl up they kind of like look like the yeah. wicked witch of the west Cowboy boots? That's what I'm talking about. That's a look. Well, no word on whether or not this guy's boots curled up, but the uh, the 45-year-old man whose name is old oh, Roberto was completely naked wearing, curled up. wearing Nathan, <laughs> wearing nothing but <laughs> painted nails and a cowboy hat.
3: Why did they have to include the painted nails? I don't know. Because that's not like it's not like he went out of his way I to like, paint his nails in the nude.
2: Are you sure he didn't? I do feel like that adds to this.
3: You know what? Actually, it does. You know why? Because Roberto, he had to take off all of his clothes and the shoes included, and then put the shoes back on. You can't slip jeans over those
2: shoes. So this uh, this woman that he attacked, he attacked with a uh, a machete, which oh, they,
4: there you didn't you left that part out. Yep. So
2: he is naked with painted nails and a machete. And he attacked attacking this woman. Somebody. Okay. She's in stable condition, so that's good. That's good. Uh, police say they found him sleeping in a tent with two cowboy hats. That's it. Just sleeping. Like how weird of a scene is that? Like you unzip the tent, and there's just a naked dude with two cowboy hats wearing cowboy boots. And you're like, well, that's definitely him. One
3: for each nipple. He's just oh, trying to yeah, censor. You yeah,
2: know. yeah. Uh, he uh, faced charges of attempted murder, attempted robbery, aggravated battery with a weapon. You ever see the movie The Cowboy Way with Woody
4: Harrelson and Kiefer Sutherland? Mm, no. It's a movie from the early '90s. Uh, where uh, uh, Woody Harrelson is a rough and tumble cowboy, and Kiefer Sutherland's a more uh, uh, more refined cowboy. But oh. there's a scene that I recall. Did he piss? Uh, no, that's uh, that came in the early 2000s. Uh, there was a scene though where Woody Harrelson was nude, and a lady walks into the room, and he covers up his uh, his junk with a cowboy hat. With a cowboy hat. It's good
3: look. And then you get a butt scene. I bet. And, and then uh, you get tish.
4: But the best part. Because it's uh, the implication is that uh, he says something and says thank you, and the cat, the hat does not move when oh. he takes his hand off of it, and ah. it's still in that region. Oh my goodness! You know, like, that is that is some fine filmmaking. That's right naughty there.
3: for the nineties.
4: That was very very cheeky. And then we saw his uh, his ass, which again, Woody Harrelson, great ass.
2: So there was a uh, more male butts in movies. Number of deputies in Florida that established a, a checkpoint to uh, assist with. Hurricane relief efforts, and I guess this 24-year-old chick named Shelby sped through the checkpoint, did not stop, and then what made matters even worse is that she went down the road, made a U-turn, and then drove back through the checkpoint. Well, maybe the other she direction was confused that, like, a high maybe, rate of speed. was that a checkpoint? I should she turn around. She turned around, then drove, blasted back through it at a high rate of speed. And you are like, "What is going on?" So the deputy gets in his patro- patrol car, tries to pull her over, realizes she's kind of driving erratically, uh-huh. slowing down, speeding up, swerving. And then he realizes that she's taking selfies.
4: (laughs) No. Yes.
2: Uh, Another officer had to hop in and help pull her over. She was charged with two counts of fleeing and looting, DUI, and curfew violation.
4: Oh, she was also drunk. Yes. Taking selfies. Uh Uh-huh. On the highway. Yep. While making illegal U-turns. That's right. How many likes you get on Instagram? A lot.
0: This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs. But But do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. On Dave and Mahoney. I
1: get
0: it, because they're cover
1: songs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Justin is with us today for a round of Cover Your Ears on the Dave Mahoney Show. Hey, Justin, how's it going, man? Hey,
4: Dave.
2: How's it going? Very good. So I've got four songs for you. All of them are covered by people online, but I'm sure you've heard these songs many times over the years. You're trying to figure out the artist and the song for a full point. Audrey and Mahoney are here to help you today. They're in the dark. They don't know the correct answers. Um, And you can only use them once, though, each. So you got to get three out of the four. You win if you do that. I'm just hoping that you're able to pull this off because Jordan did do a really good job of mining some songs. Like, one of them has a total of 20 views. Oh, no. Another one has so 68 popular. views. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're pretty underground at this point, but this is going to be their big launching point, I imagine. You heard it here first. That's right.
3: But David's actually pretty good at letting you know whether or not we look like we're able to help you. Like, he looks at our faces, and if we're bobbing our heads to the song, that's usually a good indicator. So just trust him whenever he says that we... Do or don't know the song.
2: I don't know for sure, but I think Audrey, you might have the best shot of helping him on number one. Okay. Based off uh. of just the artist and the song. Okay. It, it might be on a certain playlist of yours. Oh, my
3: Butt Rock Batty playlist? playlist? Oh, fantastic. In fact, two hundred
2: and fifteen views on this first one. Let's go ahead and have a listen. Thirty seconds on the clock. Good luck. That's thirty seconds right there. Ooh. Mahoney's got this look like he's oh, probably man. unable to help. No. But Justin, I, I
4: recognize it, but I can't put my finger on
0: it. I, I am on the same boat, Mahoney. I am on the same boat. Uh, uh, Audrey,
2: Audrey doesn't look like she can help. I either. can sing I along
3: with it, but it's so hard. What, the reason why this game is so hard is because you know you know the lyrics, you the know the song, is off. It, but yeah. it's just it whack enough. Off.
4: It's just yeah. Oh, are we gonna kick ourselves for not getting uh, this but, one?
3: Um.
0: I, don't I, I feel like we are. The world. Da,
1: da, da. Oh, oh! I know
3: it. She does know it. Yes. Go ahead, Audrey. It's breaking Benjamin. I will not bow. Yes. Oh,
2: oh my God. God. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I just had to sing it myself I for a second. This, <laughs> awesome.
0: so
5: I, I was like, I know this song, I just cannot put my finger that on it. That is, I came in clutch.
4: That's a real bad cover. Right? That, <laughs> that is amazing. All right. <laughs> good job, All right. well Audrey. done, I Audrey. All
2: right. but Audrey is burnt now. All <laughs> right, know, so I'm she out. she she is out. But she did her job. She got a full point for you, Justin. Here we go on to number two. This is from. This is from Nemesis Sig Reviews, and it's got. 68 total views on this one. Good luck.
1: I know that you are wrong and this is not where you belong.
4: I thought we were supposed to do cover songs. This is not the actual that, singer of this band uh, that, doing that yeah, song. I'm like, I, I don't even know what he was even trying to I got say you. in that song. I, it ma, ma, so ma, Mahoney's
2: got the dunk on this one, this is, and this uh, does sound like what this band currently sounds yeah, like. Yeah,
4: that, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's uh some life choices they made, but that's Trapped and Headstrong. That is a full
3: point
2: for Mahoney. It
3: sounded like he was playing it on one of those, like, kid like kid style guitars or something. I don't know if you heard the clicking of the about that, plastic, yeah. but that was
2: so bad. <laughs> like uh, Guitar Hero. Guitar <laughs> exactly Hero. Exactly like Guitar Hero. All right, so Justin, you're on your own now. You have two full points thanks right. to Mahoney and Audrey. And <laughs> yeah, Tmf awesome. official uh, <laughs> said uh, top quality music. This is some of the finest. Wait, this one here has. Twenty views, the shortest of any of them. This is from Lord Raisin nineteen. Twenty <laughs> views on this bad boy. Let's have a listen.
1: These are my words <laughs> that I've never said before. I think I'm doing okay. This is oh
5: my this God. Time. I've never yeah, I mean, shown so before. Fun.
1: Somebody <laughs> shake me, cause I. I must be sleeping. And that
2: Woo! is a 30 seconds complete. Wow. Justin, do you know it?
0: I, unfortunately, I don't. Oh, man. I don't know it.
2: I feel like both my honey and I
1: We've yeah. helped.
2: We've helped already. So
1: uh, far you know, away.
5: I do, like I know every song, and then it's like I finally get on the air, and I'm like, oh, my gosh major brain fart. So nothing... I'm no- so excited
0: to meet you guys. I was I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. You haven't lost you, yet. You're, you're, you're not out, you're
2: out yet. You're not out yet, but do you, you don't know the song or the artist?
1: So far away. Uh, unfortunately,
6: no, I don't. She's I giving really you a
2: pretty don't. good hint there.
1: So far away. All right. All right. Let's just move. <laughs> Okay, all right. Just move. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was So Far Away by state. <laughs> oh, okay, God. all right. So it all comes oh, down to this, that Justin. That wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I like that song so do I I like my version as well you I don't give a damn
4: you know, I like trapped and stained
2: like <laughs> alright here we go fourth and final one you have to get a full point on this good luck to you That's, That's so 680 views on man. that one, and
4: you got to get this.
2: No, no, I don't
4: even know. <laughs> oh my god! I'll get it. Uh, Let's just, you're not fair. gonna. He's he ain't, he ain't getting it. At Justin, Justin oh, you god. have been unequivocally horrible at this game. I'm sorry, my friend. We love you. We appreciate you.
0: Producer Jordan,
4: now, what
5: instrument is it that they are playing there? It it is just various horns, like they they. That's they. It's all synthesized and everything. Okay. So it's it's you know many horns, many horns, all the horns.
2: That was I mean that was you, the killers. That was the killers, and somebody told me that was our most popular one, six hundred and eighty views. Hell, of a I'm cover. sorry. Justin. I
3: mean Mahoney and I played a great game.
2: I, I mean I'm killed. impressed by us. We killed. We I did. mean I'm really impressed by you, Audrey. Yeah. I think he just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, as he should. I yeah, mean, like, that was, he, that's no, the that, most work he did in this game. <laughs> it's
0: Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media, at Dave and Mahoney.
2: So something that was, I don't know if it's scary or just strange, it's definitely odd, happened to us yesterday. So my wife and I are at the house, and she goes to check the mail. And she gets this letter in the mail that looks like this. And so it it's
3: official. It, it, is it the watcher?
2: It, it, so it's addressed to her and it's got our home address on it. But it has her maiden name, which is a little strange. That's like, and it also has something. There's something wrong in the actual so city I line. Mean, and
4: she hasn't been a uh, her maiden name since you've lived in that house. Not no. for years. No, so or, for years. you've been married because you've been married, what, seven, eight years now?
2: Something like that, yeah. I lost you. I should, I should. Sorry, <laughs> put me on the spot. Put me on the spot. But when's so, her birthday? So <laughs>
3: <laughs> wait, Dave. Have you watched the show The Watcher? Do no, you know what, is, what I'm talking no, about? No. What
2: is? What are you talking about? Where is when
3: people are getting like the, the people of this house are getting like random letters in the mail, very reminiscent to what you're looking at and what you're seeing right so now. Look, so and so it's let, like, let me see the
2: handwriting. What's What's interesting is that it's routed through San Bernardino as well. Ring a ding ding. So, yeah, and. It's definitely handwritten the address on on the label. It, that looks like a woman's handwriting. It Looks like a woman's handwriting, but we get it and there is this inside. It's thick. It's got it's three pieces of paper that are all together. Oh my god. Dave, that's so freaky. And it's it, it one of them's cut out and there's there's like comments of off a of Facebook page that are blacked out. What? And this is bizarre. What this the hell is am I super looking bizarre. At? And so we're trying if, to figure out. If you want out... to see
3: what this looks like, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. He's, he's showing. So
2: the, the first it all one on here the is, right is, now. is from a local news site. It's like a screenshot of a local news site of when they were doing a report. And the headline is Adopted Pooch Nabbed at Vet by Rescue Mysteriously Dies. And here's the part that freaked my wife out because the two comments that came along with it. I'll just read you one of them. Tani did the same thing to me with two puppies that I adopted. If she had not gone, gone, not in control and goes ballistic and harasses you and bullies you bottom line, this woman should not be given support by generous people because she keeps the money that she raises and leaves the expenses to the person that adopts them, even after she pays the bills. Okay. Like weird. It's it's something about like a dog, dog adoption, a dog adoption. The other one, same thing, but there's just two comments, one of which is cut out from a Facebook page, uh-huh. it looks like a screenshot from a cell phone that they actually printed out.
3: Yeah, like the the, the well, let me see it. That is so bizarre. Okay, it's so what, so, what, so the part but, that freaked your the, wife the part out, that was... Freaked her
2: out was the actual,
4: and they're, and they're an Android user too, so that's yeah. that's horrifying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the part that freaked my wife out was the screenshot from the news story. Uh, again, the news story says adopted pooch nabbed at vet by rescue mysteriously dies. But the quote that they're showing on this news broadcast is, I want to take an effing sledge, sledgehammer to this bee's door, or I will be at her door, and I will effing kill her. So, I'm like, what is going so, on? I mean, I'm looking
4: at the—so they blacked us out with a the, with the marker, but you can see, clearly see the name of the people who left
2: these comments. Oh, you can by on the backside. Yeah, side? if you know, if,
4: yeah. if you just like turn it at a certain angle. One of the ladies' names Julie with a G, and it's a weird, really specific last name that I've never read before. So this person's going to be super easy to find. Uh. Do you want me to get my like? Yes, investigative you need to start skills
2: on
3: this, Dave. Okay, so I mean, at first I was like, whatever, like this is
2: weird, and then I started to think about it. I'm like, why? Because it's obviously that somebody very specifically printed this out. So
3: do they think that your wife is involved with this I have no
2: idea what could possibly be going on. What was the send date on the the letter? October 17th. So recent. So recent,
3: but not to mention um, does your wife have her maiden name, her first and maiden name, attached to anything online that would have been able to lead them to your door? Her maiden name Uh, is very
4: generic. I mean, like, there's a billion of, you know, Dave's wife's maiden names. You know, like, if it was your her, her current name, right, because there's, you know, Farah is not a common, common la- last name. It's, I mean, when you go, like, literally, you Google Farah, it's you and your brother, yeah. <laughs> and your dad, and your mom. Like, that, like, you can find, you know, but, like,
3: her, this is real.
2: So strange, huh?
3: Dave, uh, I'm not trying to freak you out. Don't watch The Watcher.
2: Is that how it starts? You just don't then watch it. They start it. sending like right Because it's letters? a true story. Oh, great.
3: So don't watch The Watcher with Neither your wife. I'm, the- I'm just saying, because if you are already getting this, I don't want your wife to be more spooked. This is freaky.
2: So this is... So least- you would be freaked out too. I'm not I'm, overreacting. Without question, okay. so, no. Oh, well, here's the other But how do thing, you... Dave. What
3: do you do?
4: I'm looking at the... So the ones that the, 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 the Facebook comments that were cut out and put in here as well this comments from four i mean literally from four years ago
2: that's even creepier
4: that is weird but that i mean i could find that lady's last name i mean her last name is i mean you, can you it's like i can't see i don't want to angle, say her because she's who knows what she's her involvement is in this but i could a hundred percent i'm just gonna google it literally right now
2: i'm so curious how old this story is as well
3: so but why this also feels like as we're creeping towards the spooky wrong per- season. No, this is the wrong
4: person this is 100 percent the wrong person
2: that's what my yeah, but it's the wrong person. But then they're like sending it to they do have my, your address, my home address. So like, if they accidentally come kill my wife or me or, or whatever, your
4: guard tarantulas in the front yard. I well, do boy, have an attack tarantula, yeah. so good so, luck,
2: but, Mother F.
3: You get a giant, <laughs> giant, the largest tarantula you've ever seen. So venomous, a, 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 a glistening scary. Things. Gary is on the watch. Scary, I don't know Gary, if you know scary, who he is, Larry, but he's, scary.
2: He's Mary and legit scary, Terry. scary squad That's is right.
3: is ready to protect the house of Pharaoh. So. I mean, enter at your own risk.
2: And I haven't told anyone this before, but I do have a dragon as well.
3: And dude, the up. house is riddled with like uh, 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 drugs, <laughs> <laughs> needles everywhere. I already, walk in, I already found. On the the, floor. Dude, I
4: literally found the lady already.
2: The, the weird Julie
4: The lady. one who, Tanya, did the same thing to me with the two of the puppies that I adopted. If she's not in control, she goes ballistic and harasses you and bullies you. Bottom line, this woman should not be given support by generous people. I found, I found that.
3: Do we reach out to her, or does she just does I, can, she I mean, I can, I can
4: literally just go through her comments.
2: Oh, she's got Does she live in San Bernardino or somewhere close by where the male would have gone through? Does she have an Ro- OnlyFans? She, she lives in
4: Roseville. I mean, this is like, this woman's probably, my guess is late 50s. Oh, so I can kick her ass. Yeah, we whoop her ass, for sure. This
0: is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
2: So Mahoney is over here sleuthing right now, trying to figure out what's going on with this weird letter that my wife got in the mail. And uh, we have determined that the the dog rescue that is in question has been shut down. Yes. And so we have no idea, because it's been shut down, it looks like, for a while.
3: Which so you ended up getting this weird letter in the mail that was addressed to your wife with her maiden name handwritten.
1: That and it, it is
3: what we're looking at here, again you can watch along on twitch slash David Mahoney. There's three three like computer clippings of screenshots So it's like attached. a screenshot
2: from an Android and you can tell it's an Android based on all the icons at the top, and you can tell it's a cell phone. So they took a screenshot, and then they printed out that screenshot on a normal printer, and then they also printed out two Facebook comments. Mm-hmm. But they blacked out the name of the people in the Facebook comment, but that only really works partially. Like, you can still yeah, see I the names on both. there. But we, we went back and looked, and these comments are from years ago, four years ago on Facebook, mm-hmm. and the actual news story is from, like, three years ago, which so is interesting.
4: It my guess, it's it's hard to try to figure out what the hell is going on with this because it just seems crazy. There's no, um, you know, there's no letter. There's nothing. It's it's just this is here's three pieces of things, and you make are trying like yeah. and but you know the the story that was. You know the main piece of paper that has the story that you and I just watched about what was going on between this woman. It's, threatening, it's
2: and, threatening violence, which is the part that where I'm like, "What? Okay, that's the, the owner of unsettling. this
4: pet rescue that we are reading about and watching about, threatened violence against this woman whose dog was adopted, and." She adopted died. the dog
2: and then I guess the the, the do- pet rescue tried to take it back, but the dog had passed and
4: she took so they took the dog back and adopted it out. Somebody else didn't tell the people who adopted the dog while she was trying to get her dog back and was didn't know that her dog was being adopted out. This is uh, just so
3: much like weird high drama over a dog from four years. No, I mean ago. I get
4: it because here is the thing: your dog. Are I mean, if somebody if you you adopt a dog and somebody takes your dog back because you didn't have you didn't bring it in properly enough. That's you know this seems like a, a real crappy loophole mm-hmm. that somebody's doing and there's this woman's been accused of uh, fraud and claiming that she had cancer. Who knows what, what's that as we continue to dig into it. I'm just trying to think who would send this and your wife doesn't know the woman who had her dog who died. Nope. Doesn't know
2: the owner of the Has never been in this rescue or any any of that stuff.
3: And the the reason why this is so weird and the reason why, I mean, I understand your concern and your wife's concern. Not only is there threatening of violence in this article, Dave, but also it seems so bizarre that they would know her maiden name, be calling her or or sending a letter to her by her maiden name to her house that had no affiliation with her whenever she was that name. You know what I mean? So it's so bizarre. Everything... All of these pieces don't make sense together. Yeah. I mean,
2: so, so what it's I, like an odd puzzle. You you said it earlier. You're like, who are you supposed to call in a situation like this? I don't know because there's, there's, no I- there's no internet, police. Well, well the, because
3: there's no return. But you
2: have an internet sleuth. I mean, I'm on
3: this.
4: I'm not. You're on the case. I'm. Tony's not down to search. I mean, I'm going to have to charge. You know, I'm a, a lot of bill blowers. What? would be involved in this. You're going you're to bill me for this? I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see how much uh, how much of uh, effort I have to. You know, I mean, I'm. I'll get deep, Dave. Mm-hmm. I'll get real deep. So I mean, also like, there's other women who have this. Maybe who have the again. Your wife's maiden name's very common. Uh, do we, I'm going to try to see if there's like any connection between the owner and or this woman and somebody who may have the same name as your wife.
3: That's a good next step, mm. Mahoney. I
4: feel like that's where, I think that's where we take this next. You
3: know, actually, Dave, I'm really sorry that this is happening to you, but I will say, watching Mahoney's mind work and his sleuth thing, I've never seen this before. He was like, so now what we're going to do is we're going to take this piece of the puzzle and then put it in to the search engine on Facebook. And he even had like his little flashlight and he was going through and like trying to find the name underneath the, the marked out black marker. Yeah. Mahoney, I think you might have missed your true calling. I mean, this is good. You're I decent should have been, been a stalker. I think you should have been a stalker. Or PI, which is still like it's a paid stalker. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So what, what am I going to owe you for this? Uh, a lot. A lot.
4: I mean, how much money do I owe you? <laughs> a lot. We'll, we'll call it even. All of that plus, <laughs> plus,
0: plus, <laughs> plus <laughs> expenses. It's it's Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, The Voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone.
2: Did you guys know that if Amazon drops off packages to the wrong address, they tell you that they're not coming back to pick it up, you keep it, mm-hmm. and you can either throw it away or you can actually keep what's in the package. Yesterday, we opened a package at work that had been sitting here for three weeks. Inside was a remote-controlled dildo. What's the weirdest package you <laughs> guys got? <laughs>
3: Message deleted. First off, is yeah. it
2: like a drone? <laughs> 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 they
3: make that would make the workplace, like, real fun.
2: Yeah. Or real uh, Bill O'Reilly. No, like, yeah, like somebody gets the adult toy and somebody gets the remote today, and let's just try to figure it out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Last
2: Last Christmas,
4: uh, right before Christmas, my mom got delivered a package from Amazon. It was delivered to her address, but it was like the wrong thing. And then she calls Amazon and wanted to give it back. And they're like, no. And it turned out it was like. An $800 Roomba. An $800 That was like That's the most huge. expensive one that they make. So wow. your
3: mom's got a new Roomba.
4: She could, well, she did. She yeah. called, she called, she called back and, like, hey, uh, you know, because she this didn't. This
3: isn't my item, sort of this thing. Is, yeah, yeah, I can
4: order this. What's going on? And they're like, she's like, I can take it over to the other because the, I guess the package on the inside had the right address mm.
2: or the whatever the slip. And they were like, nah, just keep it. Interesting. So I had something similar happen. I had a pair of UGG slippers, like house slippers, delivered to my place. I was supposed to get a hat, and they accidentally delivered those. And same sort of thing. Like I looked it up, and they're like, oh, these are like $200... Ugg house slippers. slippers, and they were super comfortable. And so, just like your mom, I had received a package for somebody else. The only difference is I did not call them to see if yes. I should return them. Oh, I'm just yes. like, I'm keeping these. I love oh, you that you return. are now
3: a basic influencer Man, with your little yes, Ugg I slippers. Yes,
2: I, I, I actually, wore those things out. Your hand Solo jacket.
4: Would that's you right. guys
3: make fun of me if I got a pair of Uggs? No. Okay, good. Because yes. I'm going to get a
4: pair of Uggs. Yeah. <laughs> I've w- have we seen like an Ugg-Croc crossover? Because that's, that's what the world needs.
3: Guys, I really was anti-Croc. I put on a pair of the ones with the fuzzes on the inside, and I think that's why I'm going to just go towards the Uggs. You call and nobody them Krugs? cares about this conversation, Krugs.
2: Krugs.
3: <laughs> I would totally get down on that, but yeah, nobody cares about this. Just know that I think that there's a moment in time where you will see. Otter, Uggs you are on left a seat.
2: you are all over the place, man. You went from just being like. Okay, I'm living my life. I am still doing that. Hot girl summer, the hottest summer of all time. to I did Immediately have back to, I'm going to be as comfortable as possible at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you went from like, you it's, know, it's stilettos the and the, yeah. It was it,
3: like hot girl exists uh-huh. whenever there's, yeah, like it's too hot to wear clothes. Yeah. You see yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then we're going into cold girl winter where we all just exist with heating blankets Mm -hmm, and pads and and everything to keep us warm. Mm -hmm. And then we re-emerge. We We uncocoon ourselves from the multiple layers that we have to wear in the winter because we have poor circulation and we get back. It's a circle of life. We can't help this. You know, it's not like Hot Girl Summer is gone. It's just on pause. I'm a bear.
2: Got it. I'm happy you're happy.
3: No, you're not.
0: not.
2: Please leave a message
1: after the tone.
0: Does anybody else, when they're driving alone by themselves, and, like, somebody lets you in, do you wave at them and say thank you like out loud, like they
1: can hear you, or is it just me?
4: All the time, every time you give them, give you. them the wave, man. Yeah. If somebody lets me cut in, they're the real MVPs.
1: You
3: said you give them the wave. Have you ever thought about like starting the wave in traffic before, like at a like the the at.
2: Nobody's paying attention. Okay, so. you're okay, start in traffic, the wave?
4: everybody's on their phone. I
2: will, uh, I will. Uh, That'll be
3: a fun thing to do, like at sporting events. I'll start wave. the
2: wave in the car, but not with the intent of, like, getting other people to join in. I'll wave and say thank you before they've decided to let me in, so then they have to.
3: Oh, you do some oh, freaking yeah. Jedi like, magic. Oh, thank you so
2: Grace. much. Thank you so much for letting me in. And then we've made eye contact because I was waving at you, and you have to let me
3: How in. many beats do you give someone before you just start merging?
4: Two. I mean, it depends on how, it how like, is the lane coming to an end? Because if the lane's if coming the zipper to an end, effect. I'm
2: zippering. Yeah, you got a zipper. That's, that's, the, that, way, that's, that's the way you're supposed to That's the, you're that's the most to efficient way. You're supposed to ride the empty lane all the way up until it's cutting off, and then each car is supposed yep. to let you one zipper. in. It's it's a zipper yep. effect. Yep. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how that's how adults drive. hmm And sometimes it gets weird. You're not going to let me in, but I'm coming in. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and you're I'm, not letting me in still, but I'm still coming in. I mean, you're going to run into I've got, got full happen? coverage, sir. You're going to run into this bumper. That's right. I'm, I'm going to like it.
0: Yeah, i going
4: to hurt. <laughs> hey, guys.
5: Do any of you believe that Thanos was right? Or does humanity have the capacity to fix its own problems?
4: Message deleted. Humanity had the uh, ability to fix its own problems. All of our problems are man made. That's why they're problems.
3: Mahoney, can you explain for people like me who are not in tune with the Thanos. The MCU.
4: Yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, was Thanos right? Thanos killed half of every living being on the gal- in the galaxy because resources were scarce and do this so humanity and what not just humanity but the, you know the universe would survive
3: ew that sounds hor- that sounds like uh something that's been a part of history before like i don't like that why did they put that in a movie just wiping out half of humanity i feel like just like mass Murder It was yeah. indiscriminate.
4: That was his thing, you know. He's like oh. I don't hate anybody in particular. Just it's all
3: half of, who no. who got to be picked.
2: No, it was just the the, the, the the stones. I mean I hope it's like my immediate next door neighbor, so now I have three quarters of an acre. <laughs> this
0: is David Mahoney. The strangest, dumbest, dumbest and dumbest. funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is The Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney.
2: We've said many times, Mahoney, that we're glad that all of the cameras weren't around when we were in our teens to capture for all eternity all of these stupid things that we did. Mm-hmm. Well, that is an unfortunate situation for this young man. He was trying to mess with his mom. He's, I believe, 13 years old. He was messing with his mom by taking the little squeaker out of his dog's toy and chewing on it and everything was going great until he accidentally swallowed it.
3: Accidentally. Sh- yeah. Accidentally. He swallowed that on purpose. You think so? Uh, I mean, what?
2: Yes. How do you accidentally swallow a dog toy? I mean, you're sitting there chewing on it and maybe you uh, get excited. Either way, he had to go to the hospital. They had to put him under in order to take it out, but this is what it sounded like before that
1: happened. Jonathan, are you okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah learn learn the lesson the hard way but at least got a viral video out of it true i mean how much you think it costs
4: to get that thing removed
2: thirty seven hundred
4: dollars because there's no way insurance is covering that right i know uh, no like you're an yeah. idiot yeah you did this to yourself
2: from fast food freakouts this week, there was a, a Little Caesars lobby that was closing. An employee was fed up with a Karen who did not want to go through the drive-through. And I always enjoy the managers who clap back at the the, uh, the angry customers mm-hmm. in fast food freakouts. That's what happened here. Okay,
1: okay go food drive-through. Get out of my lobby. Ma'am, my
3: lobby is closed. Okay, so... I don't care about you recording. Get out of my lobby. I
0: understand that, but when we call... Okay, I'm telling you I did not speak to your husband fine. ma'am.
3: Uh, and I'm telling you I You can say he's all you wings. want. That's what you- I'm, I'm telling I've you I can the wings. Get out of my lobby now. Okay. My lobby is closed. What's your name? What's your name? My name is Kiss My <laughs> get out of my damn lobby. That's so what you're saying. no wings, because I actually
2: what a great line. I mean, when you're sitting there in the shower after the fact, and you're always thinking of the perfect line that you could have that you could have dropped in the argument to really send things over the edge, there is no better line than, what is your name? My name is Kiss My Ass.
3: This is why I get a little jealous of people who are confrontational, because they always have the best comebacks.
2: They've been waiting for this moment.
3: Well, no, You've they just practi- do it all the time. Yeah, they have practice. Like you're just
4: ready. Like, I, I need you. We need stuff. Yes. Like, on, oh, I have nothing. Somebody comes at me with something. I'm just, oh, I just take it. We
3: should start doing, like, battles like that. Like, so that we are always on the ready. We're always, We're always prepared. prepared. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise, like, I am going to be the chick who is on the other end of that phone seeming like a total doofus goober because I have nothing to come back to the fact that she had the best line.
2: From Tipsy to Your Toddler, this is a mom asking her daughter for $20 and her daughter's response. Perfect as well.
3: Can I have $20? Well,
0: it's too much, so I have to give you $1.
1: Oh, well, what, are, what can I buy with $1? Uh, a tomato.
0: <laughs> tomato.
2: One tomato. One I mean, tomato,
1: not
4: wrong. How do we not love kids? I feel like you don't love kids. I mean, I love listening to kids. I don't love raising them and paying for them. <laughs> You're, You're like, like I, I
2: enjoy being around them I for 11-second lo- for clips I, on the Internet.
4: Three hours at, at most, and then I head
3: on out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You can from, love kids um, from a distance. For sure. From mullet over this week, we had this gentleman, and he did not have a mullet, but boy, was he excited about picnics. Millions of people are talking about picnics. What am I, some kind of picnic nut? Yeah
5: picnics you know the word right going on a picnic let's have a picnic in the park let's have a picnic in the beach let's have a picnic in the country let's have a picnic anywhere we'll find the place
2: just let's have a picnic
3: this guy's got something a little wrong there's there's something just not quite right about that fella you you, you
2: dropped a lot as a kid like what happened
3: something like you rolled off the couch i don't know dude like i feel (laughs) like there is something that is so weird about whenever people like picnics what why feels fetishy to me
4: you know this.
3: There, there's nothing more. Get a picnic. Let's a beautiful a picnic. day
4: outside. You get to spend time with somebody Blech. who you Mahoney? care about or Blech. you
3: like. Trying Blech. to roll you back onto the couch. Stop it. It's it, you can't. Can't stop. Stop.
4: No. If my wife were to prepare a picnic for
2: me, I would a hundred percent like it and enjoy. You would it. not. You, would, you are such a liar. You would 100% say <laughs> that you like and enjoy it. No. You are lying, sir. No, we went. I we don't even like going anyway, outdoors. We went to a beach one time and they had the service. Oh, no. My wife did the same thing for her mom's 60th birthday where they had this big picnic on the beach. Yeah, it was and awesome. you know what? It sucks. You know no, why? You were in jeans. You know, you you know, know why? Because yeah, of course I was in jeans. Why wouldn't I be wearing jeans? <laughs> <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> on the beach? Yeah, black, black shirt and jeans, obviously. And you but had to
3: sit down on the
4: ground. You had to
2: sit on the ground. No, Criss-cross I applesauce. do not belong they had, they had, sitting on the ground. Mine had
4: so <laughs> many pillows; it was like not a. For me. It was like one of those like uh, it was like a harem room or whatever you know. Like it sit just, on a pillow. There and were, you, no, there you, were a hundred pillows there. There yeah. were literally like a hundred pillows. So Wait, did you sorry, lay what? off there was, to the side? Uh, a bunch of horrors at yours. Pillows. Oh, well, I thought, you, you thought, thought you said a harem. so much? A no, it was like a like a harem has a bunch of pillows on the ground.
2: So it was like a harem, but without any of the prostitutes. Things. Yeah, yeah, but with a lot more cheese, but a buddy, lot more cheese and sand. <laughs>
3: Dave, were you in the like a like sitting down like a cooked shrimp, like in the in a C shape? How are you sitting? Uh, were, like, were you hunched over a little uh, bit? Were okay. you sitting up straight? Like I will with tell perfect you, and I
2: think that some people can can appreciate this. I don't know how to sit on the ground. I don't know what to do. I like. I, do I lean?
3: Yeah, do were I, you leaning? Were you trying to be sexy with, with and sensual? Extra, and like
2: extra good posture, just awkwardly. Nobody likes that.
3: <laughs> so you or were do I like
2: put an arm on the table. If it's too short. Like I, I can't. My body's just not built for that. So I Am great with chairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And finally, in the internet is undefeated. There is one woman who answers the question, "What that mouth do?" By answering, make the sound of a trumpet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're telling yeah. me.
4: There's no horn involved in that at all. That's, That's Mahoney just getting sp-
3: super hyped for picnics.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Maybe I made, I made a picnic for us.
1: <laughs>
2: this is the Dave
0: and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> A comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. Eight three three yo dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. When things aren't going so well, what's your go-to coping mechanisms? I'm guessing Mahoney's BDE gets him through any situation.
3: Message deleted. That you're what? BDE gets them through any situation. Oh.
4: I wouldn't describe myself. I don't think anybody has ever described me as
2: uh, having BDE. Have,
4: having the BDE. Yeah. I have the, uh, like, uh, I have big hungry energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I, I am hungry. Or B, BTE, uh, you know, that is uh, big tired energy. Yep. Or uh, BED, which, uh, you know, they got a pill for that now. Uh,
2: you, you <laughs> uh, interestingly though your coping mechanism is generally eating
4: food yeah 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a big hungry energy that's yeah. that's what i like when i'm stressed i eat when i'm happy i eat i just eat
2: it's, it's kind of like it. drinking for me Some, i yeah. have oh i'm happy cool let's celebrate yep. mm-hmm. i'm not happy wine yeah i have
3: wine.
4: a drink to
2: take yeah, the yeah, edge off yeah. there is
3: morning wine and there is evening wine which is just uh white in the morning and Do you
2: ever uh, have to tell yourself it's not noon yet, so I probably shouldn't have any wine.
3: No, and if you're if there's cause to have a morning beverage, it means like celebration in my head, or like we're like out, to so like a brunch.
2: Yeah, well that's different. If and it has out bubbles at a, in it. If you're then out at a brunch. Why is
3: everybody's okay with
2: that. Uh, because uh, if you're doing it at home by yourself, it's weird. Champagne? Yeah. Who pops champagne at home by themselves? I know. I have a mimosa. Yeah, you Never. do that.
3: I mean, if it like I like I have in the past. For I sure. feel like you have
2: to drink the whole bottle if you do that though. Then you're just gonna get a headache because you, you can, have can, a company. If you have company, again, more acceptable. But otherwise, like having the half-drank bottle of open champagne in the fridge. Yeah, it goes flat real quick. Yep. I I guess I am in the wrong. Uh, Jen in the chat said me all the time. Natalie said it's 5 o'clock somewhere.
4: No, I mean, we're going to, we we drink, but, you know.
3: Sometimes sometimes we feel
4: bad about it, but most of the time, then we'll just drink more.
3: What's the most ridiculous thing you've had before noon? As far as like alcohol wise, I think that it was pandemic and it was bourbon.
2: Oh, I was, oh, gonna say, I was drinking bourbon every I'm glad day. Glad you put before in the alcohol wise. I was gonna say ecstasy. If you're
4: doing a line of cocaine and it is uh, uh, ten a.m., well, that's just because you haven't stopped. Yeah, I was gonna no, say. That. No, he you starts
2: have, doing cocaine at ten. No, a I minute. mean if you start,
4: like you you have
2: made some. Did you say lunch. you had bourbon before noon
5: though? Oh yeah, man. yeah really? during the pandemic. We the pandemic. You don't remember really? he was.
3: You don't remember the this very specific noise. Of the glassware and hearing him pour it. Because this was like before we had started doing the twitch. And so we couldn't see him doing the visual quite mm. yet. But I remember hearing the glass of of the the, the the cubes and pouring the bourbon so distinctly. And you being like, what's
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you doing over there, Mahoney? Uh, what's going on, buddy?" Please leave That stuff. F- mm-hmm. If you could host any game show, which one would you want to run? Jeopardy might be a bit too tough though. <laughs> I mean, it's not tough? You have all the answers. Yeah, but nobody wants to you have to sit there and, t- and seem smarter than the You'd contestants. Have to seem smart. And there's a lot of tricky words in there too.
4: I would like to be the Family Feud host back in like the 70s and
2: just kiss everyone, just every dude. Yeah, just go, get over here. <laughs> That dude, what that guy was so what was that guy's name? Richard no it was before Richard Karn. it was a uh, uh God, it was something like that but yeah,
4: dude he would just like every Is woman Richard there? something else wasn't he yeah, he'd yeah, go up to
2: just, he would kiss every woman on the lips in front of their husbands every contestant on the show you're like you what ever kind seen old timey That's just Mar- so Richard I, Dawson Richard Dawson that's right I it
3: feel was. like the olden days were just so bizarre like, I see that, and I'm like, that's just how those times were. But, like, also, what? Why were we just mouth kissing strangers?
2: Like, yeah. look at
4: this. Like, I pull up Richard Dawson kiss on Google, and there's just uh, like,
3: and there's a family guy just like ripping into it. Yeah, so bizarre. Can you imagine Mahoney's
4: the
2: host of that, though? Just
4: like, ah! that's actually how COVID started. <laughs> well, this
0: is Damon Mahoney. Well, this is Damon Mahoney.
2: So, talking is not as easy as you'd like to think, at least for us, it's not. You would would hope that after all these years, Mahoney, we would be better at our craft.
4: They say that after 10,000 hours of practicing any sort of skill, you become basically a grandmaster of that. Dave, you and I have well over 10,000 hours of talking, not just in life, but in general on the radio. And we still, still, (laughs) still,
0: (laughs) somehow. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at. to be good at this? Oh, I okay. Let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show.
4: I mean, one of the cinemast, cinematic masterpieces. One of the greatest movies of all time. Cinemast, cinematic masterpieces. Why have you priced out security? I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm I'm a high target value. You are such a douche. I'm i I'm i am I'm I'm a high target value.
3: I mean, maybe just like get over. <clears throat> like, has I've been doing a lot of like driving long distance. Like, has I've been doing a lot of like driving. Doing a lot of like.
4: They still produce the Ford Escape, apparently. I'm on their oh, yeah, page.
2: So. I'm on their oh, yeah. Page. So. Oh, yeah. Here is number one. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. Oh no, I pee my pants because I laughed too hard.
3: I'm gonna say toddler. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. Oh no.
4: I'm very happy with they turned with how they tuned out. We got real lucky.
1: With how they tuned out. How they turned
4: out. I'm on their Wikipedia oh, page. One of the greatest of all time. I'm I'm a high target value. You are such a douche.
3: Ha, 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 ha. I've been drinking a lot
4: of like ha, 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 ha. A lot of like driving I'm on their way <laughs> <videos,
3: laughs> so. ha, ha,
4: ha, ha. Why have you priced out security? I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a high target value I
1: don't
4: know <laughs> I mean one of the Instead of masks Good for But one of the greatest of all time You
2: are such a douche
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney David Mahoney. Oh, good for you.
2: So Audrey is in a relationship with her boyfriend that she has recently taken public; it has gone official. The hard launch on Instagram. Is there already trouble in paradise? And I don't mean between Audrey and her boyfriend. I mean between Audrey's boyfriend and the mailman. And the answer is yes. There the is. The yeah. is the mailman. The
3: mailman. The mailman hit on you. No. Much worse. So the other night, so my boyfriend has lost. The mailbox key.
2: Oh no, those are very small.
3: They're small, yep. and to be also fair, like he has a lot of keys he has to keep up with. He does a lot of short-term rental type of stuff, so you got the one keys of are cool
4: just. Cool ass janitor rinks.
3: No, he doesn't. You which get is one. bananas. I know. I was legit looking at those one of them ones today. With, like
2: the retractable things. Those <laughs> cool. Those are cool. So. Those Man, are cool.
3: Yeah. Um, we'll price those out on Amazon after this. So uh, he comes home and he goes. Baby, I don't know what to do. I just had to get a like tongue lashing from the mailman because it was like he's been trying to like figure out the time of day where the mail guy comes. We know we never see him. It's not during the day. And he was like, I just drove by and he happened to be there at like 7.30 at night.
2: That's late for a mail. Super male carrier, late. Yeah. Ma- maybe he was freelancing because sometimes the mail people do that with uh, Amazon delivery and stuff. Have you ever seen that? Uh, I have not. not. I'll see you, like from time to time there will be like a USPS like, mail carrier that will deliver Amazon packages even on like a Sunday, but they're still wearing like the uniform and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay interesting. So maybe.
3: So possibly, right? Because, I mean, 7.30 is super late for anybody who's in postal service. So whatever. So he, like, goes up to him. And he's like, hey, man, like, I've lost some of my keys. I um, I was wondering if I was able to get some of my mail because I haven't been able to check it in a while. Um, and, you know, like most things do, they come through just like your paperless nowadays. So you're not like too, too worried about anything that's super important. It's already going to probably be taken out. So he was just like, whatever. Like, I had a few gifts. It was his daughter's birthday. My birthday have been in the mail. So he was like, hey, is it okay if I just go ahead and get this out? The guy freaks out on him so bad and is like, dude, you're the worst. I've I've not been able to take my lunch break because of you because all of your mail has been piling up in this mailbox. I have to take it back to the USPS Postal Service office every single day. I have so much mail And he's like, What's your name? Yeah, dude, it is you. So he's like, You don't have any mail because I've had to take it all back. And he's and Dustin's just like sitting there, like, are you kidding me? Like, how do I like I first of all, he felt horrible. Secondly, like, what in the world like is going on for
2: missed lunch breaks? For missed
3: lunch breaks. And he's like, I've been doing this for seven years.
2: So he literally went postal on him. Went postal. Wow.
3: And he's like, finally, after cooler heads prevail, like Dustin just like it's like because he's like, first of all, slightly embarrassed, right? Like, what do you mean? Like, you're not able to take your lunches because of me? Nobody wants to be the the reason why you feel like you're getting like hostile uh, over your work. I
2: wouldn't care about that at
3: all. So, but he, I mean, <laughs> to to a point, right? But he's like, dude, I have so much mail of yours. I'm gonna bring it tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you your mailbox key. And we're gonna figure this out. And I have a bucket full of your mail. Cool. Can he can he do that? He did. And he did. He did. He dropped it off yesterday. But I'm just sitting here wondering like what would go through someone's head to where you freak out? Out,
4: just had enough.
3: Just had just enough. Just had, just had a day, man. A day? And then
4: something else.
3: They exchanged phone numbers. My my boyfriend's like, I'll get you lunch. Like, I feel bad that you're missing lunch. Just like gone out of his ways, like giving him a gift card. Now at this point, where he was just like, what? I feel horrible because he because the guy went into him like screaming, like screamed at him. There
2: was other things going on, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I was go gonna follow me- your boyfriend around, right? yell at him for everything. Yeah, I was like, I'm missing lunch and dinner. I don't even have a Ferrari because I haven't eaten lobster
4: in at least three days.
0: Ah. Call or text us at 833 w, and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: So Tyson and Scott from All-American Rejects are in the studio today, but it's not just under the guise of All-American Rejects. You guys are in town to do the When We Were Young Festival, which is one of the craziest festivals that we've seen come about in the last, I don't know, since festival became a thing, because it's just it's so specific, which I love. When these tickets went on sale, people freaked out as one of the bands on When We Were Young. How did that conversation come up? And when they started to roll out this insane lineup of all these bands that, you know, were the biggest thing in the world 15, 20 years ago and the nostalgia effect. I haven't seen people freak out for a festival like this, uh, in the past 10 years, but what was it like for you guys?
6: Yeah. You know, for us, we, uh, we, we said, we remember saying yes to it and then they announced it and everybody kind of went into this fire festival diatribe going like, how can you get a hundred bands on in seven or what is it? 10 hours. Uh, and so we just kind of kept playing with that. We're like, I don't know if this is real, but I guess we're playing it. And it was really that was really exciting. To so, see how long is playing. the actual
2: set that you guys are playing? Thirty minutes.
6: Thirty minutes. Okay. Perfect. 30, all right. Thirty great. minutes. Thirty minutes. And that's why we didn't think this was real. It was like thirty minutes. They like they're like here here's a bag of cash, and we're like. For thirty minutes, you like, Are you sure that I should <laughs> have like, all this money? All right, and, uh, dude, seriously, but you know we've already gambled that away, so it's, we're Welcome kind to of Las in Las Vegas, debt. yeah. So you really need this show. <laughs> you, can, you can do the Bruno Mars method.
4: We were just talking about this the other day. He's playing a lot of shows over at Park MGM, paying off those markers. Yep, you know, I mean, that's a
2: real thing. Yeah, he got into a little bit, a little behind, yeah, and they were like, "Would you like ball, to do maybe a, <laughs> a few, a few more shows?" And that's a good joke, right there. That's a Thanks. good Bruno Mars joke. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, Bruno. Bruno, bless his heart, bless <laughs> his little milk mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are doing a thirty-minute show? And uh, as far as the festival itself, uh, is this one of these annoying festivals where everyone's asking you for tickets, and you're like, "Guys, I really can't." Yes. Yeah,
5: all the most random people have been hitting me up for tickets for sure. Who this-
2: is the most random?
5: The most random, Bruno Mars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 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 exactly, Bruno. I'm sorry, I can't get you in. The list is full. Um, no, nah, just like random people I haven't heard from in seven years or something. be like, hey, bro, can I? Can you get me into this festival? I like, had a- like last time we spoke. You said
6: you hated me and never wanted to see me again.
5: (laughs) It wasn't
2: for tickets to the show, but I had somebody that I haven't talked to on the phone in probably about that same range, seven to ten years. They called me this week and they said, hey, I'm coming to town just on Saturday for when we were young. Can you get me a hotel room? To which I said, no, the whole city is sold out. What are you talking about? Uh, but they thought that just somehow that I would be able to have, you know, a whole block oh, of extra Yeah, let me rooms. call.
6: Let me get Mr. Caesar on the phone. Yes. Hello, Mr. Caesar. No, I don't
2: want another pizza. I have a friend who needs to stay at your house. Easy. Uh, so you guys have a new band. And you, the, the new music is just starting to drop out. We're actually going to debut it here in just a moment. Uh, but this tell is us, exciting for us, by the way, now more than ever. Tell us all about it. How did this become a thing?
6: So now more than ever it was sort of born um, at the in the throes of the pandemic. Um, and I remember um, Scotty and I we just kind of started writing because we were so, you know, we were just really stifled in, in L.A. when when you do these like writing. Uh, Sessions. It's sort of like you... It's like porn. You walk in, you completely get emotionally nude in front of someone you don't know, and you hopefully, you know, get a pop shot. Yeah. yeah. It feels like it's
5: just a job. Like, it's it's not like real music's being created in those situations sometimes. So we wanted something that was, like, totally pure for ourselves and just, like, not overthinking it.
6: And not to criticize, but I feel like a lot of our, uh, especially the Rejects, contemporaries, like pandered in the last decade to an audience and like really watered down the essence yeah and so we were just like what what is it like when you just write without having everybody write your songs for you because that's sort of the archetype right now a lot of people are like there's 10 writers on songs for for like rock bands where that used to be like a totally hip-hop exclusive you never
2: do that yeah no yeah
6: so yeah the the landscapes change we're like let's just write some songs because we like to do it and I was up at the Madonna Inn. My wife and I, we were having a really nice little mushroom uh, experience, and I came up with the now more than ever. In the Wait, so you tripping balls is when you came up with this book? Oh, no, no. Tripping balls sounds that, that sounds sounds a lesson. Filthy. <laughs> Having we uh, two adults <laughs> in a themed hotel room. <laughs> Having an elevated experience <laughs> on mushrooms. Expanding yes. your horizon. Touching right. yes. divinity.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If this song sucks, this is going to be a real disappointment. Right, right. totally. <laughs> we were touching divinity as it's we just, came up with it. It's just <laughs> me hitting a Campbell's soup can.
6: <laughs> Scott going, yeah. Yeah, this is great, uh, man. <laughs> That's
5: it. Did we do on this one? Yeah.
2: So is there is there plans? I mean, obviously, with All American Rejects, you guys are pretty busy this weekend, but is there plans to take, now more than ever, out on the road and tour and everything else, or is this kind of, let's see what happens?
5: We're definitely playing live, for sure. Yeah. We got uh, some shows booked around, like the record release in uh, March, and we're super excited about it, because like it's just us two here in the radio interview right now, but we got another guy, Izzy, on guitar and he's fantastic live, and we're just, like, super stoked to do it.
6: Yeah, I call him, like, the, the new Buckethead.
2: Well, but Izzy's <laughs> done stuff with Taking Back Sunday and a bunch of other, other bands that people have heard, and Tegan and Sarah, right? Yeah
6: yeah, 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 yeah. He's, like, this is, like, a band that's, like, compiled of, you know, and Scott's had tracks that he wrote for, you know, like, Panic! at the Disco, Weezer, all this stuff. So, like, we're all, we're, like, this little mini super group that is, uh, doesn't have a drummer.
2: <laughs> do you need a drummer? Because we could do it open is, call play. This yes. is a call to action. <laughs> we'll see the I got runner-up in my high school uh, talent show as the drummer from a band. It was called Laughingstock. Pretty big deal. You might have heard of us. Wow. Oh, sweet! What yeah. was the uh, What was the big cover? Uh, it, it wasn't. We did an original song, oh. and uh, that was, that was oh, a mistake. Yeah. 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 What was coming up after this song? Yeah, you're
6: gonna hear a little, <laughs> hear a little live recording. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we're pretty sure it was fixed. The reason we didn't win is because one of the judges was our guitarist mom. So, been, ah. yeah, that checks out. Conflict of interest. Yeah. Um, sure. So, thank you guys for coming in today. Hope you have a wonderful time at When We Were Young with your 30-minute set for a whole bag of money.
0: This is David Mahoney. We
1: are free! All I want to
4: do is drink beer for... We have made it to another Friday.
3: Barely. We're still employed? (laughs) Barely.
0: Maybe.
4: This could be the last one.
3: Probably. Or it
0: could be one of many
4: to come. The original, often imitated, never duplicated beer for breakfast. We've been doing this segment for like 17 years. And today's beer that we are featuring, this is a big one. It is a bourbon barrel-aged velvet knuckle that's what we're calling it Excuse me sir <laughs> that is uh, that is right uh, this is uh this is an imperial pastry stout this is a collaboration between astronomy ale works uh juxta nomad uh, that is Justin Winnegar I've had him on the beer for breakfast podcast before with mm-hmm. our friends over there at big dogs name uh oh yeah oh yeah that's we uh, what, th- actually he was involved in the last beer for breakfast podcast from my home studio, the more
3: you fell asleep on the ground. Uh, yeah, my o- I,
4: I did not puke on myself that night. That was different. Uh, I did that was fall asleep in my office, but uh, my wife banned uh, those. <laughs> she from said, no happening more. Uh, at the house. Not not you those guys from
2: coming over. The it, it whole thing, like whole beer thing. for breakfast, beer for breakfast recording. We're back your, at the main studio. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: so uh, yeah, and the reason why uh, he's been banned uh, from the house. It's not because I. I don't love him uh, because I certainly do. It's because he makes big ass beers and uh, he's teamed up with Top Shelf. They uh, got their hands on a bourbon barrel and uh, decided to uh, bourbon age this uh, particular beer. These I don't mean to get ahead
2: here, but I will say I took a, a sip of this. I have and not
4: taken a single sip. I'm going in blind. Bourbon
2: barrel for sure. It is big present. Bourbon. <laughs> it it is very. Big bourbon energy.
3: You know what? I'm actually really excited because it is a bye weekend for my, my University of Kentucky Wildcats, but mm-hmm. I am wearing my jersey in solidarity of all of the bourbon barrels that uh, lost their lives to this beer.
2: <laughs> you got to pay respect. <laughs> one.
4: And I feel like, no, they live on. They didn't lose their lives. They carry on. You know, oh. you're taking the barrel and you're putting the you're putting that pastry stout in it and that bourbon continues to uh, live on through us. today. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm excited <laughs> to uh, to get into this. The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on beer for breakfast. Look, smell, taste, feel and drink a and let's just take a look at the bourbon barrel-aged velvet knuckles from Astronomy Aleworks, Juxta Nomad on Top Shelf. I mean, this thing is I mean, look, you're
2: talking black. about 18% beer. You would expect it to be dark. This is beyond dark. This is black. This black. is
3: like witchcraft.
4: I yes. mean,
2: you hold a light to it. I, mean, I would get, wear this as a shirt. You can
4: get a <laughs> little bit of crimson <laughs> near the edges. But, I mean, this thing is black as the night. Uh, served from a crawler. So this, is a, uh, this was a draft only. Woo! <laughs> Uh, it's okay. nice. I like Ooh. it. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting to see me, your me. reaction there, uh, but not a lot of head on this. So, I mean, but that I think is just because part no, of the process. Part. And
2: honestly, after a couple of eighteen percent beers, I don't know if I can handle a lot of head. So this is this is working out great. <laughs> no, you okay.
3: probably wouldn't even work. You couldn't feel anything. <laughs> I was going to say everything let's is numb
4: to that. Let's move on to the next category and take a big whiff of the uh, bourbon barrel Age velvet Sweet. knuckles. From astronomy
2: and juxta. I mean, it is very berry. sweet. It very is. sweet. Ba- You're getting a lot of like. Is, are those like coffee notes in I there? I mean, it's like, is, no. dude, I'm it's, getting it feels mostly
4: moved. sweet. I yeah. mean, there's the stouts in there, but I mean, there is just a lot, a lot of bourbon, Why
3: a lot of sweet, berry,
2: berry. <sighs> they describe no berry? it as cake. Okay, uh, so. cake. Sure, yeah. sweetness in there. Like just uh. generally, like a sweet smell, kind of like a. A I mean, it's not overly. Of- I mean, yeah, for seventeen
4: point six percent ABV, it's not overly boozy, not by any stretch of the imagination on the uh, on the nose. So let's get to our favorite part of beer for breakfast. Let's let's you take can a- drink a- it the fastest. Mega drink. Like cheers like to it. you. Cheers to you. Cheers, cheers to all the you. way around. Cheers, cheers to you, Let's just see what
3: happens. Uh, it's thick. That thing is thick. I mean, yeah. really, really. Yeah. I mean, it Whoa. tastes like you are drinking Whoa. milkshake. Whoa, beer. Like I mean, it, it feels like creamy. It feels velvety. Mm,
2: it, vel- yes. Velvety is the best way to describe it. It's not heavy that. though. It's not heavy. No, it's not heavy. It's, not heavy it's at all. medium to it's, heavy. It's velvety, and it does taste Smooth. also a bit like a knuckle. Ah, oh, boy. Uh, okay. So I mean, Miss that's, knuckle. again, yes. what hmm? we
4: say every single time <laughs> when you are drinking beer for the first time, it doesn't matter the style, doesn't matter whatever it is. You got to take more than one drink because the first I always feel like is the most a uh, brace either in a good or a bad way. So, you know, especially when you have a big ABV beer like this that has a lot of uh, things going on with it. Uh, Dave, you're traditionally not a stout guy. You've had taken a second and third drink now. Tell me what your thoughts are on the uh, bourbon barrel aged velvet knuckle.
2: So I've got this sensation going across my hot, totty body. Mm. And uh, I will nipples say hard? a little bit. Yeah, nipples. Hard Are right you here. too? Yeah, Are your nipples honey? hard, money? A little bit. Yeah. So we got three producer pajamas. Your nipples hard? Erect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what this bear does. It, it, it really, really is like it. it I was it, not it, expecting it, that. It goes fully down your entire body. Like I feel it coursing throughout my veins. Have you
3: ever had what? Like you're you're getting a like a scan, like a CT scanner or whatever it is, and they put that uh, that iodine in your blood so that you can <laughs> yeah. see. It's like that instant warmth from your head to your toes, and you kind of feel like you gotta pee a little bit.
2: Yeah, it, 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 but at the same time, the sensation and flavor profile in my mouth is not going away. Like the body is like what are we doing? It's uh, it's an assault. Uh but the the actual flavor it, it, it's not bitter cuz normally no. sometimes with the beer this dark you get, like that bitter yeah, dark chocolate like
4: the burnt malt and it's just like sweetness that is still burning. there. Nope.
2: It yeah, it, it, it it tastes like you've had a a sip of coffee with like creamer in it is what the lingering taste mm-hmm. is to me where it's very present and I can like feel it on my breath if that makes sense. Yeah, because it's,
3: it, it's on fire. Yeah. Because it's the alcohol. You, see, I don't feel like this is Dude,
4: that
2: crazy boozy. It is. I feel like it's actually pretty. There's a
4: pretty nice balance to it. If you would have told me to guess what the ABV on this beer was, I would have guessed probably between eight and a half and nine and a half. Oh, Mahoney. It, Dude, I I I, I, just, I,
2: just, uh, I, I 100% would have. I don't mean to get too graphic here, but I, I just burped a little bit. And it, 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 the burp tasted like after. Bourbon. Drinking bourbon. Straight bourbon.
3: I okay, so Mahoney, I'm gonna have to disagree. This feels like a high percent um beer to me. I it's not saying that it's in bad taste. And I guess what I mean by that is is that I can continue to drink this and not feel like I am like dragon like legit like velvet knuckle dragon behind me. Like I feel like I can continue to have a conversation and it doesn't this isn't going to hit me in you the don't face. Gotta, I mean
4: the first initial reaction again like we said always you know and, and the, it was the, the sweetness in there and you know they uh, they told me they actually used 50 pounds of crushed Oreos with this, uh, oh, with, this 50 pounds? with this barrel. Wow. Okay. Can you imagine Oreo? 50 pounds? I mean there, there's the chocolatey notes in there. I mean it's not overly cho- I mean it's it's just a big tasty Easy to drink, smooth, and you know you call on it velvet knuckle. It is very the mouthfeel is very velvety. Uh, curious to take uh, producer Jordan. You're traditionally the uh, the neophyte when it comes to uh, beers and alcohol. What does and that mean? He's 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 the newbie. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: so what do you like this? You might have a smaller word place. I need it. No, small. They got it. Understood.
5: Appreciate it. Continue.
4: Is this something you like? And what do you like about it? If if it is.
5: So it does punch me in the face yeah. with with the strength Super um punch. the one thing that i love <laughs> is the nose yeah <laughs> like i can't put my finger on it i know like it's it smells like a sauce to me like not soy sauce but like a strong like kind of salty teriyaki that's what i've been thinking of yeah and it's so sweet and i'm like this is delicious this smells delicious and i'm it tastes good uh, it goes on smooth
3: Nipples, like erect.
2: N- mm, nipples erect. Fully direct uh,
3: i'm a fan <laughs> One on at a time.
5: <laughs>
4: uh, the mouth feel, like I said, uh, smooth, velvety, uh, medium-bodied. But not like on the heavy. It's just this like dead center medium. Yeah, it's, so it's
2: what you and I are trying to get to with our workout. Challenge. Yeah, this is dad. This yeah, is dad body. Yeah, not, not a heavy body, just <laughs> medium body. Yeah, dad yeah, body.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. uh, Walk sometimes. The
4: drinkability <laughs> for this uh, again, I think this is a phenomenal beer. Uh, we can have. I mean, I could drink more than one of these, but I'm not going to because I would be on my ass for the rest of the day. But mm. uh, you know, I mean, the bourbon barrel aged version of this is great. Uh, Kyle over at Juxta Nomad. And Marcos did uh, the brewer at Astronomy Aleworks. I think they did a phenomenal job on this one personally. Uh, can I get a drum roll? <laughs> that is not a drum roll, Dave. No, I'm sorry, here you go. <laughs> oh, Mahoney's Beer scales I
0: get the Bourbon Bear Hedge Velvet Knuckle
4: 4.2 out of 5. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is David Mahoney complaint or opinion for David Mahoney then call and leave a message 833-YO-DUMMY now the voicemail please leave a message after the tone
5: if you had to choose
4: what would you prefer a flavorful barbecue prepared by Bobby Flay or would you prefer a three course meal
0: prepared by Gordon Ramsay
3: Mm -mm. message deleted Bobby Flay is like the king. He's like the pit master king. Well, at least he was like 10 years ago. I I think the
2: correct answer is neither of those, and it is... I'm on
0: my way to Flavortown!
2: Oh, 10 out Guy Fieri all day, every day. Give me a hot dog made by Guy Fieri. You know, legit. Yes, the best.
4: Fieri, uh, you know, I'm glad that he is having a resurgence and that people are like realizing what a good dude that he is, uh, Bobby, you know, I mean, a master, iron chef, no, no doubt about that, but I heard that he's an absolute dick. Really? Yeah. I feel
3: like a lot of chefs, I mean, with the, Gordon uh, aside, obviously from is, goes, Gordon guy.
4: plays a dick, right? But, but he, he's also he's, false to that culture, which yeah. I don't love
5: either.
3: Any documentary that I have seen on chef thing in general, or like anybody who is behind the scenes of in the chef world, I feel like that is kind of part of the game. Like, you're not really seeing kind and appreciative chefs whenever you're in the thick of it.
2: That's why it surprised me so much. There was a restaurant that opened up, and I went to it with my wife and the kids, and we just were having a kind of a normal lunch, and it was this small little restaurant that had Wolfgang Puck's name attached to it, and there was, you know, people coming around like the normal stuff, you know, the waiter and the just staff that was filling up waters and stuff. And it wasn't like an overly fancy place. It was kind of like sports bar-y. And then this other guy comes around. And he goes, hey, I just want to stop by and check in. Like, how is everything today? How's your meal? Are you guys enjoying yourselves? And I'm like, you're Wolfgang Puck, sir. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said that in my head. Yeah. It was Wolfgang Puck coming by. I mean, like, he was so the assistant manager to ask if everything was okay. I'm like, yeah, everything is great. Thank you so much for asking. But
3: I feel like that is because he actually delegates – I feel like the ones who are so high intensity are not that way. Well, I mean, he has to be. He has restaurants across the He's a, globe. One of the
2: biggest restaurateurs on the planet. Absolutely. That Mahoney, if he had the culinary skills, would be an excellent chef.
3: You'd be nice and delegator
2: like, You, you would be an excellent celebrity chef, like just screaming at, pe- at people. I would be but the then, nice one. Like, More like, cheese.
4: You would no. not. You
1: no, would I not, mean, a nice I'm one. Not I'm not. I'm not a,
4: do I, I? don't treat anybody who we work with like 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 that. But you're. you're that's because I worked you know at that, a restaurant. That's I was because great you to know that,
2: That's because you know you're bad at this job. But if you were an excellent chef, now I'm.
4: I am more cheese. I said more cheese. <laughs> I ate at uh, I ate at uh, the Cake <laughs> Bosses place yesterday. That Buddy right. V is that right? Yeah, he's got a cafe, and like you know, I was talking to the people who were working there, and they were telling me what a delight he is to work for. Because like, he's a cake maker. They're, 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 they're like, the same they're, thing like they're like he's not even he's a uh, he's a uh, he's even nicer in person than he is. Because he's a baker
3: first. You have to be happy if you're a baker. Can you imagine an Do you unpleasant know what? cupcake maker? Because you're you got you
2: got plenty of time to chit-chat. If you're a baker, you put stuff into the oven. You're or like, t- how are you? Yeah. Audrey. Meanwhile, it's like, get the food out if you're a chef. <laughs> it needs more parsley. Like, what? It's a garnish. Well, let me show you. You're not garnishing Let me show you what I That's saw That's also the that super
3: high stress uh, of. It's the plating that comes with actual to food. to be
2: uh, a food expediter. Okay. You're I at outback. was it.
3: <laughs> put the potato on the plate you and go. Have,
2: don't How dare you? So he's so Mahoney
3: got, is showing me something on, that you have videoed yourself. Fantastic photo of Buddy V. By the way, is that a vending machine of pizza?
4: It's a pizza vending machine. <laughs> what? It bakes a pizza in 180 seconds, and it vends it to you. Yeah, but is it good? I, I didn't try that. I mean, but I tried the pizza. Yep. they said it's the exact same. I was like, whoo! That can't be healthy. Dude, a pizza vending machine. I need one of those for my house. That's like, Ooh, that's like an sure, air. Dude.
3: That's got a. How does it not explode? Because I feel like that's air fryer on drugs. That's the methamphetamine of ovens,
4: apparently. But apparently, this is like the future.
3: Well, I was going to say, why can't we not get that future intelligence in my home? Because there's nothing longer than a microwave minute or an oven thirty minutes. You're right. Yeah, put it in our homes. Ovens take too long. Can you imagine how much more fun and less drama Thanksgiving would be? If you had a very turkey fast vending
2: machine. turkey, <laughs> not necessarily or, you, you, a vending you,
3: machine, but just like an oven that worked.
2: Yeah, y'all eat another turkey? Give me 45 seconds. I got you.
6: Please leave a message after the
2: tone.
6: Hey, if you could attend any event in the past, present, or future, what would you want to see? Message deleted.
3: I want to see Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant, and his hot pants just being hot on stage. Peak 70, like six, eight, nine four. Seventy, 10. 74. 70 to ten is what I just said. Sorry, the bourbon. They're all getting. My I, would, brain. <laughs> I was 1970. Like yeah, we can't go back
4: too far. We can't go ahead too far because we don't know. Uh, I would, I would, I would go see like a, like a Carlin in New York stand up special. You would, or you know, maybe him performing at at a club. Okay, like that would that would, I would that that that's what I would. I would do. Dave? I mean,
2: iconic. I don't mean to, like, trump you. I'm going to go a little bit more iconic here. I'm going to go back to 2003. Stop it. And see who was thinking.
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
2: It's almost on a daily basis, I wonder. I try to at least reminisce because there was a time in my life where I existed when the internet did not. It's just I have a hard time remembering what I would spend all of my time on.
4: I mean, we would be outside playing. Riding our BMX bikes, I guess. Trying to find things to do. we A lot of things TV. set on fire. Just
2: getting a lot of mischief. A lot of more mischief. We did light stuff on fire. I remember that the, there was no way to encounter girls unless you actually, like... Rode around on your bike looking for them. Went
3: to the mall. Went to the movies, yeah. the mall, Went to the, you the arcade. Just, you'd have to like
2: go out hunting for them. Just be like, woo, that might be a female. Ah, just a guy. With or long like
3: hair. you would just like hope that you had like a cute girl or a guy in your neighborhood. So yeah. you go down Hold to the cul de sac or like the neighborhood over. I did
2: have the uh, the family that would come every year in the RV, and they had a couple of cute girls that oh, were around so you my were age. So excited so for I would, just, I would do that thing where I would just cruise by on my bike, and they never ever paid any so, attention to all
3: me. All summer loving. No, uh, there,
4: nothing. I lived in a like a giant, like basically. a, not a giant cul-de-sac, but I mean there was like a couple, it was like 100 plus homes one way in, one that's way out. That's the biggest
3: cul-de-sac ever.
2: That's a circle. That
4: is my wife's dream, but by it was, the way. But it was like a circle, a but there was one street cul-de-sac. in, one out, you know, that made it. You lived a in a
3: circle of 100 homes? I mean, it wasn't, don't, it's like it was Do you a, see what I'm in mean, Like a
4: queue. Yeah. Think uh, how a queue goes in. Okay. Like one way in, one way out.
3: I see. Okay. There we
4: house, go one, houses. we
2: go all.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: lived, you are but, the starter of Q Street. But there was a girl who I had a crush on
4: in first grade who lived on the other side, and it was a all-downhill ride. And I specifically remember... Like it was like the last week or so before school ended, so it was hot as hell in Missouri. Yeah. So was she. And and you know I was riding my <laughs> I was riding my Diamondback B, uh, my Diamondback neon green, and I remember taking my shirt off.
2: Oh yeah. Specifically
3: oh, for her, so she could out. see, Your see
4: my, my how, how how great a shape I was in. And how, how body great I looked! Looked like a hot dog, just smooth and hairless. Dude, I mean, I was like six foot one, and I weighed yeah. ninety five pounds on a
1: neon
5: grade. green bike.
4: On a neon green bike, yeah, and yeah. I like I remember trying to like I kept me and my neighbor. We were racing our bikes and going as fast
2: as we could down because obviously bitches love that. They, I mean, they just as a love... woman,
3: let me tell you, what we love is when you rev your yeah. engine. And in and and the case bikes. of
2: you not having an engine, sometimes you just got to rev yourself. Oh, I, go, was, I was ghost w- go- cabo- riding that bing, thing and not Oh only, my god, of I course s-
3: you were You had your hands off You were probably yeah, like leaning right. back yeah. with your hands behind your head Like,
0: hey ladies, yeah. look at these nipples I <laughs> remember dropping my
3: hands
4: down Because I, I knew where her house was And as fast as we were going was like, this is definitely going to get her to like me That is yeah, so
3: dumb is- You were driving your bike fast Without your shirt, shirt And without your hands Thinking and, that as fast As you were going She'd be able to see you There's speed of light Past her window
2: mean, was, How would she see? He would simply be a flash That she would never forget That's right A, a well, fleeting I can't, moment
4: Of straight but I can't, I can't sex appeal I kept making circles and An encounter
2: with a beautiful Pale angel you
4: I was making circles, circles around Because my neighborhood Was a circle So yeah. I would just Circle around <laughs> the neighborhood So And I would speed up I'm like I bet she's really impressed About how fast I can uh-huh, get back yeah. Around Hell yeah she was <laughs> Here How and, old were you? First grade And what oh. happened? <laughs> and so on like Lap number not four. A shirt. Yeah, like I said, six <laughs> one, 95 pounds. Uh, I remember on like the fourth pass by, dropping my hands and just flexing yeah. as I went by. And the turn as the circle goes at the end of the street, I end up hitting some sand, flipping off my handlebars. And imagine watching baseball playoffs and a uh, somebody sliding into second base oh, no. face first. I did that with my chin and my bare chest on asphalt.
3: So you you you
4: were, you had no more nipples. Uh, <laughs> my entire chest and chin—the skin on it was ripped off. Have I never shown yeah, you that picture? Yeah, it's on our
3: it's on our Instagram I'll at re- David in Mahoney. I'll
4: repost it uh, here uh, in, in a couple of minutes, but.
3: Uh, I also was like in kindergarten and first grade and decided that I uh, there was a girl next door. Who was like always so cool to me? I would see her, and she was always like, "This was the era of the '90s, Did where it was also- like the baggy jeans and the sports bra tops." Yeah, and I just remember seeing her and be like, "Oh my god, this is in El Paso, Texas, by the way." And I remember just like looking at her and be like, "She is so cool." Like I would looked up to her so much. So I went to go get on. I again, first grade. What is what? What do you own? Underwear and bra-wise in first grade. Fruit of the loom with like giraffes, like multicolored giraffes. And my mom and dad, my dad, my stepdad at the time was a little drinky drinky. So he didn't see. He was just like, go outside, go play. So I legit was in fruit of the loom, underwear, and bra, like baggy jeans, the baggies that I could find. And I just remember looking driving by and like, I'm sure I still had my training wheels on and be we like, what up? And and just driving by her in my bike so that she could see that I was cool. That's Why were we, we like that when we that's were kids? That's what we had to do,
2: man. At that's least you didn't go to... over the front handlebar like Mahoney did.
3: No, we didn't. But, I i mean, I was Dude, like half naked but you at know seven. What?
4: You would love those biker shorts that I was wearing back in 1990.
3: Is that a fruit roll-up?
4: No, that's actually like slime before slime was a thing. This picture was No, big.
3: I'm talking about on your chest. Is that a fruit roll-up, No, that's,
4: that's the lack of skin that my, oh! my chest went over grad, gr- graded asphalt was this is the i i, I promise you this is the most 80s early 90s picture you will ever see i'm gonna post he's it. got biker shorts I'm on a, i'm gonna post it right now
3: um you also weren't 6'1 um, uh, you have <laughs> no skin on your chest and why did you bring your bike inside for somebody who doesn't enjoy uh, tennis shoes inside do you know how much dirt and filth was on those tires
4: okay first off that bike was so expensive like that was like uh, uh, to get a diamond back oh, yeah. in my neighborhood. I had a brand
3: name BMX bike, and so you slept beside it because you had a bunk bed and you didn't have siblings. So the so did the it, bike get top bunk it, or bottom? It was,
2: bunk? it was in your room, wasn't it? A hundred percent of my room. Yeah, it's right here. Did you put it in bed? Sometimes I would. Do you tuck it in? Occasionally, give but, a little kiss. No, you leave your. If you
4: leave your bike outside. It's getting stolen, and you're not getting a new bike.
2: Oh, I and mean, you in had in to protect Louis, that bike absolutely. with your life. In, in that relationship, that bike was definitely the top. A hundred percent. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney
1: because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free. There's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine by the trucky silvery rills out where the sun always shines here is the land that i love the best fairer than all i can see she's deep in the heart of the golden west home oh, means nevada to me one more time now